Hello, everybody. My name is Kevin Coughlin, and I'm joined with Andrew Greiner. And today we are talking Zero Title Talk. That is our name. Yes, it is. The brand new name. Buffalo um, Sabres, Buffalo Bills, you name it. Ban- we might talk a little bandits. I won't be talking Bisons. It's, no, it's just not for me. Uh, I'm, I'm turning 16 in about an hour and a half, and... I believe Andrew is 16 here. Yeah, I am April or April. Oh my God, I'm 16. Uh, I turned 16 in April on the on the 16th, so it's pretty ironic. Wow, man, that's that's, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, so the draft was this past weekend. What are your uh, you know, yeah. your final thoughts on it? Um. I mean, start off, Matt Savoy, amazing pick. Um, I mean, I'm very surprised he fell the ninth. Um, you know, great pickup by the Sabres. He's going to be a, an elite center in the future. He can even play left wing too, so that's even a plus. But, I mean, he's going to be the future of, of our center group. I know we have Cousins and Thompson, but I really see Matt Savoy in the next couple of years being a top six center in, in, in the Sabres locker room, on the Sabres team, everything, you know. Um, Noah Oslin, very questionable pick. Um, very, very, very questionable pick. Um, I would have thought the Sabres would have went with, you know, Joachim Kamel or Brad Lambert, but I was, I I was, I know me and you were talking. Yeah, we were both talking. Um, I mean, Lambert there. I I was hoping Lambert after we took Oslin at 16th. I was really hoping to get him at 28th, but man, um, hell, man. Yeah, he he was projected to be, you know, in 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 a lot of mock drafts. Like way back, I had him before top the draft. 15. I had him. I had him top ten. He was very good, very elite player. I think, you know, any team that's top fifteen should have taken him for whatever reason. He fell to the thirtieth to Winnipeg. Yeah. The Jets but, got I mean, a good one. The, the Jets, Jets got, got a really great player. Um, and I'm very surprised that he fell that far in the draft. But you know, it, it happens for a reason. I mean, look at Ooh. Shane Wright. He he fell the fourth. So that was. That was I mean. Very surprising. I, I, I something that Wayne Gretzky had reached out to Shane Wright. Yeah. Saying, Don't worry, I wasn't first overall either, so I, I thought that was a good one too. Yeah, and the ironic stare down. He said he didn't stare down the Canadians' draft table, but it was it was really clear that he did. He was, he was not happy. Hundred percent did. Yeah. Um, um, where did uh, Seamus Casey end up going to? Um, he fell really, really, really far. He didn't end up yeah. going until the third round. Um, really. Third, yeah, third, third, or no, was it? No, it was, it was early second. No, maybe it made it, it may have been early third round. I'm going I'm to look, look it up right now. Maybe late second round, but he fell so far. And I'm very surprised that the Sabres did not take him. Yeah, I, I don't know. And I would have loved over, over Kulik, who we took 28th. Okay, Seamus Casey was taken in the second round by the Devils. Yeah, so the Devils got a really great defenseman. I'm very surprised the Sabres didn't honestly take him over Kulik at 28. We went, we went forward heavy in this draft. Dude. We went very, especially center heavy. We went really center, center heavy, heavy in, the, yeah. in the in the first round. We got Savoy, Kulik, and Oslin. I would have loved Lambert over over Oslin, but 100%, 100%. Um, I mean, even Kamel. Don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Oslin is a great player. But Phenomenal player. The, the, but, I would have preferred Brad Lambert by a mile. You know, 100%. he was projected to go top 15. He fell to 16th. I think that was where the Sabres needed to take their shot. That would have been, I think a lot more fans would have been a lot happier 
with the outcome of the draft. I mean, don't get me wrong, Noel Oslin, Kulik, and Savoy are really great centermen, mm-hmm. but I, I think Brad Lambert would have been the more solid pick over Oslin because um, Kulik is really good as well. I mean, um, I didn't really, I didn't really hear his name that much. Um, but he he is going to be really, really, really good as well. It might take a little bit longer for him to develop. But if he's playing with the right guys in Rochester, I mean, I don't even think he's going to be in the, in the AHL this year. I think he's going back to somewhere over in Europe. I'm not 100% okay. sure. Um, but I, I don't think him or Austin, I mean, I think Austin might play in Rochester, but Matt Savoy yeah. Is going to get a lot of playing time in preseason and i mean obviously he's not going to crack the roster i don't see him cracking the roster in year one um because obviously kevin adams and the coaches want him to have time to develop i would not be surprised to go back to winnipeg um he could he could it's, it's a very 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 slim chance he does go back to winnipeg and chooses to go to rochester but i mean Look at look at Connor Geeky. He he could potentially yeah. go back to Winnipeg as well and get. I don't a couple think he will years. though. I don't think Geeky will. Yeah, I don't think Geeky will either. But I'll be very surprised if Savoy does choose to go back I to Winnipeg. Personally, think Savoy. Savoy should done, should be in Rochester. Will probably go to Rochester, and I see him as a type of guy. Not at the end of the season, how the Sabers usually do. I see him about halfway through the season getting called up. Abs- absolutely. I mean. Um, I'm thinking of one person who Matt Savoy really reminds me of. Do you, do you know who Dan, I'm thinking Danny, of? Danny Briere. Danny, Danny Briere, Matt. He reminds it me was, so It was much. so funny because I saw a picture of, of him at the draft, and then I, I, I did a side-by-side with Danny Briere, and they look exactly the same. It, I mean, it is I mean, hilarious. Height? I mean, playing, height is I not – no. No, not even close. But, like – What? They're, they're – their facial appearance, their style, short. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, just they play so alike too. Oh yeah, it's no, crazy. 100%. Danny Briere is five nine. Matt Savoy is five ten. Yeah. Oh damn, Danny Briere is short. I thought he was like over six foot. That's nah. Crazy. He's dude. Danny Briere is short. That's why. That's why I. Uh, re- he reminds me so much of him. I mean, yeah. Like, seriously, I see so much. Now, obviously, that doesn't mean he's going to be the next Danny Breer. Every fan sees Danny Breer and, and, and Matt Savoy. Just, I see their appearance so much Danny the Breer. Exact same. Their appearance is the exact same. Their facial um, expressions and their, Even their playing style. Yeah, their playing style is amazing. Literally the exact same way. Um, I'm, very, I'm looking forward to Savoy. Oh, 100%. A lot. I, dude, I still cannot believe on Friday that the Sabres, you know, the night he after fell. they drafted him, that the he Sabres... Fell drafted Matt Savoy. I, I did I, not. I had, I had Savoy going number four to uh, I had him, Seattle. I had him going top five. Yeah, I had him regardless going Regardless of Seattle. who we went to, I had him going top five regardless. Yeah. I'm very surprised that even Detroit didn't jump on him. They took Marco Casper yeah, over was, to Detroit. Yeah, that was surprising. Very surprising. But, I mean, dude, he's going to be it, he's gonna be a really good superstar in the league in the next few years. And, I, I mean – I, I feel like a lot of teams that didn't take him or jump on him are going to really regret it, for sure. But I think the Sabres did get really, really, really lucky. With Savoy, yeah. With Savoy, 100%. So, uh, yeah, I had him going forward to Seattle. Shane Wright ended up going to Seattle. Um, Changing topics here. Uh, a little bit of a down. I know you're probably not pleased with this pick. Let's talk about Lennon. Um. 
We gotta, we gotta bring it up, man. Not, what's not... the, what's the direction with this move here? Do you think? Oh man, I mean, uh, it, it's really tough to say because I, I remember waking up on 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 Friday morning and I turned on the draft, and I mean, maybe a smart move if he's a good goaltender in the future, but. Um, I feel like Kevin Adams mainly did that because I, I have a really, and I, I talked to some other people too. I don't think Eric Pertillo is going to start signed the Sabres. I, 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 had, I had mentioned that earlier. I mean, on. I don't really think Portillo has interest in coming to Buffalo. If he did, he would have probably came this, came this year. Um, and, and in, instead he decided to turn, return to Michigan. But I, I, that's the problem with people. I feel like they should just, say it if they don't want to come here don't yeah, like, like if, drag if, on for three years like yeah I, I Levy I'm not really I think Levy Devin, Devin Levi and UPL are going to be I mean future superstar goaltenders I mean if you look at Levi's performance in the world juniors um, I think Levy wants to be here I know he's going back to college but I think he wants to be here when it's all said and done I think he will end up oh, coming def- to the def- organization Portillo, Portillo, though, I, I don't, unless, I was think unless, like, Owen Power gives a little talky-talk to Portillo. I, he I don't still has it. a lot, a lot of time, you know, of Portillo. Course. But, I mean, Owen Power, he only played, what, like, nine, I mean, I think it was, like, nine, between nine and 12 games at the end of the season they got him in. He did really well. I mean, he definitely. Yeah, but Owen Power and Portillo were teammates, so I was thinking, yeah. like, mm. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean. But I think Owen Power still has to to be in, in the locker room for a little bit longer, and um, you know, with the group a little bit longer before he can really say to Portillo how you know the, the atmosphere is here. Agreed. But, you know, but he, I bet you know, Owen Power still goes in, trains. You know, he's yeah, hundred percent. He's I mean, bonded with some of the guys by now. You know, it's 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 mid July. I can see him and I can see him and Savoy both getting a lot of playing time this season especially in the preseason. I can see both of them playing all seven preseason games. Yeah. Power, I can see playing, you know, top pair. Because I know dang well the Sabres aren't going to want to really play Darlene. Um, and, and I mean, maybe maybe Yoki Haru, but I think... I wouldn't like a Power-Darlene pairing. No, I no. Be- I mean, they're, they're both the same handedness, and um, they, they both play the same position. So I really don't see that happening. As much you know as- who I was really hoping would fall Ooh. to UFA. Ooh. He was a defenseman. He just got signed. Who is that? Take a guess. Just fall to UF, UF, UFA. No, 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 no. He just got signed. He was got signed. I was hoping he would become a UFA. Um, defenseman, right defenseman? Correct? I... Matt, let me look. Um, I'm trying to think, because I... Um... Trying to think, defenseman, right defenseman, just got signed. Yeah, he's a right defenseman. I haven't gotten, I haven't really looked at at. Um, Instagram. Yeah, he's a right, he's a right defenseman. Uh, he literally just got signed. He's a veteran. He's okay. A vet, he's a veteran. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about, Chris Letang. Yep. Yeah. I know. Okay. I was hoping, I was really hoping that we could. I don't know. It, it's I a mean, reach. It's, it's I would, a I would very like, big I reach. Like I it's mean, we have we have the cap space for him, but um, I mean, just he's look obviously at, not looking to win another cup. 
I mean, I mean you're going back to the Penguins. The Penguins, I mean, they're making, they're definitely going to be in the playoffs for the next couple of years. You know, once Crosby retires, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I can, I mean, regardless, if they don't get Malkin back, Malkin, Malkin's not, no, Malkin's out of there. I'm, and I'm and the thing right is, now. and the thing is with Malkin too, I've seen, you know, quotes from him saying that the Penguins don't think he's good anymore. But the guy wants like <laughs> nine, eight, nine million. A uh, he's like thirty something. You're not. He's gonna, not. He's not that. I mean, the you're not is, worthy of eight, nine million a season. What's crazy is Malkin, Crosby, and Latang are all the same age. Yeah, and, and Latang got signed to six. What was it? Five, five years, six something million, or was it six? I think it was a six six. They gave him this year, like just now. They get yeah. They gave him six mil. I think it was six point five mil for six years for Latang. Wow. I'm pre- I I could be wrong. Yeah, that's crazy. They signed him to a six year deal. Six point five mil, correct? Dude, he's thirty five. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I mean, wow. Malkin is is asking for a little too much. I could be. They, I think they um, want. He wants. He wants no less than a three-year deal. Yeah, he wants. He doesn't want any more term than three years. He is not going to want to sign what Latang so, signed. Out of the three, he'll be the first to retire, Malkin. Yeah, I mean, he'll, he's he'll gonna, be the first to play like two more seasons, and then he's done. Um, I can see Crosby going a few more. Latang yeah. six years. Latang Latang will play the most out of all of them because he's yeah. defensive. I think he'll play four out of the six years. Because and then call it. Yeah, I think because if you look at Duncan Keith, for example, he signed two years with the Oilers. Just also, retired. But yeah, let's let's give it up, Duncan Keith here, man. Incredible what, season. I mean, him. what a, what a, what a career! I mean, Hall of Fame career for sure. Hundred percent. Hundred percent Hall of Fame career. He's got three cups with the Hawks. You know, I mean, one was, of the greatest one of the greatest defensemen of this generation for sure. Yeah. I mean, the Blackhawks, you know, their run was, I mean, incredible. Going back to back. Um, and just the team that they had overall was just crazy. Did, no, the Hawks didn't go back to back, did they? Yeah, they? yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. No, they went. No, they went 10, 13, 15. Oh, I thought it was 13, 14. No, no 14, was, 14 was the Hawks, Kings. Kings. Hawks, Kings, Hawks again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, every other year. St- but still, okay. I mean, they won. They won three cups in the span of five years. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Keith. that's crazy. I mean, I, I just remember him and Brett Seabrook, you know. Oh, great, great duo. Great All right. duo. I know this is a I know this is a Buffalo-based podcast, but man, what the hell is going on in Chicago? Man, I mean, let, let's just say here, the DeBrinket trade, Senators won, for sure. Oh, yeah, but that doesn't mean DeBrinket's going to be yeah, exactly. The savior no, of the he, Ottawa Senators. Yeah, there's no guarantee that he's going to be, you know, Ottawa's next great. I mean, they have Kachuk. They have Stutzla. They got some great young players in, in Shabbat as well. But They're losing Murray, probably. They're losing uh, Ryan Murray. But, I mean, man. Also trading Kirby Doc. I mean, yeah, he has not met expectations whatsoever. I think I've seen something. He played like 70-something games this past season, and he only netted, I think, 20-something points. Kirby Doc, Kirby Doc just got traded to Canadian. Montreal. Montreal. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a chance Kirby Doc could still be good, but, I mean, they it's still— Montreal. It's, it, it's Montreal. Montreal. They're going to somehow manage—I mean, I'm, I'm going to say— I do like—I do like— 
Marty St. Louis, though. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be he's, – he's great. I mean, great, great coach. Um, I mean, it, it, I'm really interested to see where the Canadians go this season. They're definitely not going to be a playoff team. No. I would not be surprised if they do also enter the tank mode and try and go for Connor Bedard. But you know how many teams are going to be tanking this season to get Bedard next year? It's going to be ridiculous. Coyotes, um, even the Sharks. The Sharks. The Sharks. Do you think Kane's staying with the Sharks? Who? Oh, never mind. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say. Evander Kane's yeah, a, I, I said, do you think Kane's going to stay with the Oilers? He's a, he's think, a, uh, he's a UFA. Do you think he's, do you think he's going to get, do you think they're going to sign him before then? Um, uh, it's a, I think they should. I've seen some posts that they, they, uh, the GM of the Oilers and Kane have had some pretty decent talks, but I think he's going to hit free agency. And if no other team, I mean, there's going to be a lot of teams interested in him. Kane's still got a lot left. He's still really good. I mean, but it's going to be interesting to see if the Oilers don't tend him an offer this week before free agency opens. If, if they don't, you know, they might offer him something once he hits the market, depending on what other teams offer him. But I'm going to say for right now, no, he's not going to go back to the Oilers. All right. Now from one Kane to the other, in my opinion, I think Patrick Kane has played his last game as a Chicago Blackhawk. Where do you think he's, where do you think he's going if he does get traded? That's really interesting because I think he's got one, this, this season will be his last season on his current deal with the Blackhawks. He can waive his no-move clause and choose to stay with the Hawks, or he can play his contract out and get traded and then sign a new deal with another team. But there's no way he's going to want to sign another lengthy deal. I think it's going to be a bridge deal of two to three years. And I don't think he's going to be asking for as much as his current contract is, because I think it's like in the in the 10 millions area. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he signed, yeah, he signed his last contract when he was superstar Patrick Kane. Yeah, so I mean, it's 10 mils, 10 something mil, but I think it's going to be a bridge deal of about six, six, six and a half, seven million bridge really? deal, three years. I think I don't think he's going to want as much money as, because he is not a, I mean, I'm not saying he's not a superstar but he's not at that level of competition anymore. I mean, he's also playing for a really shitty Blackhawks team, mm-hmm. so but I think it'll be a bridge deal two to three years. Maybe I'll, I'll even push it seven and a half, eight mil AAV. But I don't see him going back to wanting another $10 million contract because I don't think a lot of teams are going to want to overpay for him. He's like 32, 33. So, do you think he gets traded this offseason or do you think he plays out the rest of his contract? Um, Well, that's the thing. If he chooses to, to play out the rest of his contract... He will for or he will probably be forced to waive his no move clause, so he'll play his final year out with the Hawks, be a free agent. But I mean, with the Blackhawks, what they're doing right now, I would not be surprised if they do trade him. I Where? Don't... All right, give me three teams, unbiased. You can, okay. You can say you can say Buffalo if you want. I could. Three teams, three teams that you think are possible. The Rangers, to... Panarin. Yep. Panarin reunites with with Kane. Yep. Um. Oh man, just trying to think. Like, I don't know if he's chasing a cup. I don't think. He's I don't think. A cup. He, I, don't I think. think I think he's pretty much said in interviews that he's just willing to mentor now. Yeah. So I mean, I'll say I'll say the Rangers. 
I'll say the Sabres, not only because he's from Buffalo, but I think with the Sabres locker room and the group that they have right now and how young the group is, I think with bringing in Patrick Kane, he can definitely mentor a lot of the young guys like um, Cousins, you know, you got Krebs, you got um, Jack Quinn, you got Paterka, now you got Matt. I know, I know Kane lives here in the summer, so yeah, like, as no, we yeah. speak, Kane, Kane's in Buffalo right now. So. Yeah, so I mean... There's a very small possibility he does get traded to Buffalo. And I would not be surprised if, I mean, you know, Kevin Adams goes out. Now, that's the thing. What is what is the asking price for Kane going to be? See, what was the... So, what did what was the Kirby Doc trade? Or, um, it was a... No, uh, the, was, give me Debrinket. What was the Debrinket trade? It was a second round, a future third, and then the seventh overall pick. Wow. Really? The Blackhawks got fleeced heavily. But here's the thing. The Blackhawks were, were um, they wanted a top five, or not top five, excuse me, top 10 pick in the draft in an exchange for DeBrinkett. So, and, it, you Man, know. Man, the asking price they, might be a lot. I mean, I, I don't think so. Because if they're willing to give up DeBrinkett, who's 24, or 23-24. Could be a future. Future superstar. Yeah, for the seventh overall pick, I mean, Patrick Kane, he's 32-33. He's got one more deal left on a $10 million contract. I think the most that they ask for him is maybe a young prospect or a couple seconds, but I don't think they're going to go the route of a first because he's of his age, his contract. I mean, they, I would assume that they will retain salary on the contract. I don't know how much. I'm going to say probably 25-30% because yeah. that's a lot. But obviously the Sabres, they have the money to do it. And with him yeah. on a one more, you know, one year left, I don't think it's going to be that much of an issue for, for teams. Because I will then then once he hits the free agent market, I don't think he's going to stay with the team that he gets traded to. Unless they give him, you know, like they, they do decent or he likes yeah. that environment. Yeah. But I mean, Sabres, Rangers. Uh, personally, personally, and I'm not saying this to be unbiased, Personally, I think if he does get traded to the Sabres and he does become a free agent, I do think he resigns. Yeah, I mean, no question. Not not, not the rank. So I agree with if he does get traded, I do agree. And I think most people would agree top, the top two spots are probably Buffalo and the Rangers. 100%. I could, I could see, man, I could. Um, I, I've heard some people say, I've, seen, I, I've heard Boston, maybe. Maybe um, Boston, maybe. I've but heard is say, I've heard some say I've heard some say Carolina, Carolina too. But Carolina's going through like they they have like no cap space. That's what I'm, that's the they thing. had a, they had like, in or they had to trade D'Angelo. Yep. They I mean they have a lot of free agents. They got Nino Niederreiter. They got um, he won't resign. Niederreiter no. won't resign unless uh, they somehow free up cap. I don't I don't see him going back. They I've, have, I've heard eight, I've heard some I've I've also heard some say the Ducks for Kane. I was like, hey. I mean, they, they do have the cap for it. They got a decent room. They got Zegris. They got um, Comtois, Drysdale. They're going to be a very interesting team, the Ducks, this upcoming year. Yeah, I mean, they did they did pretty decent to start last season. But then, then they, they, they fell off. Just ate shit. So I, I would not be surprised if the Ducks make a few interesting moves. I don't think they'll be a playoff team, but there are some sneaky teams this year. I mean, you got, you got the Sabres. I mean, not being biased, 
But I am going to go out on a limb here, say we make the playoffs. A very hot take, but... <laughs> the very, very, very hot take, but... I think... I think this, this is zero is, title talk. Yeah, right? So, I mean... There is a chance. There's a very slim chance. You know, if the way that we played at the end of the season, this past season, was really amazing. We take that into next season. We play the same way. Um, I mean, you look at the schedule. I mean, it's pretty simple. The first month... Their division is so, so sad. It's going to be really, really, really hard to compete with. You got Florida. You got Tampa, Toronto. um, Even Detroit's on the come up, too. I mean... Um, nah. I mean, Detroit Detroit's going to be – I can see Detroit's come up this year, same with Buffalo, but it's going to be tough. I mean, you also have Boston, but Boston's going to be questionable too. They have a new head coach. Boston's on the way down. Boston's on yeah, the way I, down. I don't see them – I mean, they're they're trying to get Pasta back. Um, I mean, you got an they'll, old they'll, – They'll sign Pasta. I think Bergeron might be done. Yeah, I think Bergeron calls it quits and, unless the Bruins give him something because he said that – it's either he plays a one-year deal out with the Bruins, or he just retires. Because there would be no other team nah, that he. If play. if someone gives them enough money, they'll 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 sign. The thing is, though, is that Bergeron did say after they got eliminated from the playoffs, is that he only wants to play for Boston, no other team. He might have just said that, dude. You never know. I mean, yeah, he could have just said that just for for media. If someone offers him enough money, for example, <coughs> Montreal, um. No, I, I, I don't. I don't see him going to play his final year out and be miserable in that team. To be honest, I'd, oh rather go, I'd rather get one more playoff experience in before I end my career. Because, I mean, Duncan Keith went to the Oilers. The Oilers obviously they got swept by Winnipeg. Well, he got traded there. I mean, that wasn't. Much. Yeah, he got he got traded there. But I mean, he signed a new deal, two years. You know. Um, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting for sure to see what Kane does and what the Blackhawks do with him. Who uh, is your Calder, very early Calder pick? Oh, my Lord. Oh, I mean, you got to really think about what rookies are going to play in the NHL this year. Um, I think Shane Wright's a lock. Shane Wright and Slepkowski are both locks for uh-huh. sure. Um, I think, do you well, think, when do you think Savoy will come into the league? Like, play a full, full NHL season? This year, and then when do you think he'll play a full NHL season? Oh, I say t- two years max because of his potential, his skill level. He does good in Buffalo this year. He 100% will play. I mean, I would not be surprised because we're losing Giergensen's and Oposo next offseason. We don't. I think we'll end up resigning Oposo. Giergensen's, maybe not. I but... think, man. Gierkinson's. It's, it's. I know everyone gives him shit. He is a very underrated defensive oh, forward. At the at the beginning of last season, him and Aposo were literally leading the team in points. They they were leading a very underrated. They were leading the Sabers in points, and at one time, Zemgis Gierkinson's was leading the team in points with with the most goals. Yeah, he was going off. But and then he got hurt. He's very yeah. injury prone. That's that's um, the one issue. You want to bring um, back for maybe three years, you got to be careful because he's very injury prone. Same with Casey Middlestad. That's another thing, too. I, what my are the sister th- has a huge crush on Casey Middlestad. But the dude can't keep, do a pull up. The dude can't even do a pull up. I, I can't. I, I keep telling her, I'm saying, Emily, 
I do not want this man hey, a part staff. of the Sabres anymore. He is not going to be a part of this organization. I would not be surprised if, surprised if he's out this year. In a I could see him. Hey, if we do end up trading for Kane, I could see him being part of that. Home. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, that's. I mean, there's been a lot of talks. I, I mean, mean, I even he wanted- was projected when he coming into this league playing for Team USA. I went to see him at the stadium. I went to see him a few other times. Yeah, he was projected to be like one of the next big American prodigies, and he's not. I mean, and he was terrible. I mean, he he's he's a I, he's gained weight. He's Lower, he gets hurt. Injuries have set him back so much. He was projected to do really good this year because he was finally coming back from injury in the 2020-2021 season. And he ended off the season all right. I mean, he did all right, but... He scored that overtime goal against Chicago. Let's be for real here. Is he going to be a part of the the Sabres in the future? Absolutely not. I don't don't see him. He he and Kirby Doc are like the two biggest busts of their class. Uh-huh. No no offense, but uh-huh. Kirby Doc has not exceeded expectations whatsoever. Neither has Middlestat. I mean, dude, look at this man from the combine. He couldn't yep. do a fucking pull up. I, I I I man, I was very I was I was thinking Middlestat was gonna be like Eichel's right hand man, but like I mean, this guy just like completely yeah completely oh, shit bad. So. I mean, I, I can see Middlestead being a part of a Kane trade with maybe a couple other picks and another prospect. Because mm-hmm. also, Ryan Johnson... I I think he is I, the most overrated prospect in Listen, I seen a tweet that said that Ryan Johnson, after development camp, will make his decision if he's going to sign with the Sabres or not. Because if that's the case... I sure hope he doesn't, because I think he's overrated as Trade his right. Trade his rights with another player that probably won't be as successful <clears throat> middle stat um <laughs> to try and get maybe Patrick Kane. I would not be I mean is he going to play is Kane going to play first line? Absolutely, but he's going to be a huge mentor and a huge Could you imagine a Kane Tuck Thompson line? Or even well, I mean that's the thing too. Victor Olsson. He he was a in Skinner. The Sabres will end up signing uh Olsson, Olsson. I think. Yeah. It's going to be, I think it's, I'm projecting it's going to be at least five years at, I think, around six million AAV. I'm going to say, I'm going to, I, I, I had wrote this down earlier. I said six years, 5.8. So pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Five, five years, six years, six mil, whatever. I um, think it's going to be here five plus years, regardless. He's with, with the trade talks that happened, you know, like a month ago with him. There was no way the Sabres were going to trade him away. He's so good, especially on the power play. Like, and, he, I'm glad, and I'm glad Skinner has got his swagger back, too. Yeah, I mean, dude, Kruger, Kruger, Kruger killed his swagger. Kruger killed his swagger. Oh, Kruger no. was the worst thing to happen to the Sabres. Oh, 100%. And you can see now, Donnie Granado has literally flipped this team to a whole nother level. Like, this yep. team is really good. I mean, obviously his coaching record is not great, but we don't look at that. He came in as an interim in the 2020 season, broke the 18-game losing streak that we had against the Flyers. Yeah, he came in, he's like, oh, fuck this streak. Yeah, and then (laughs) ended it. I mean, he still, I think the Sabres did lose, I think, four or five games under him, but that's the thing. He hadn't been an actual in the position of a head coach ever besides when he was coaching i think i don't i think it was a a junior hockey team 
I think he was coaching junior hockey for a while, and then he eventually came in as the assistant or associate, whatever he was, um, and then eventually got moved in as inter- head coach, and he had never really been in that position since junior hockey. So, I mean, he has done a really, well, a really, really, really great job with the team. It's a for- Cinderella story for him, really. Yeah, 100%. I mean, he went from being a head coach in junior hockey to being an associate coach to probably one of the worst head coaches ever in the National Hockey League. Uh-huh. And Ralph Kruger. Now he's a head coach of a team that's turning turning their 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 ways around. I mean, and, and then like you have to give so much credit to Kevin Adams coming in in, in 2021, 20 or 2020, picking up, you know, Taylor Hall. I mean, that was a good signing, but it, it just sucks that it never worked out with him, Reinhardt, and Eichel. Yeah, I know, and Ristolainen too. Um, and Ristolainen. Um, yeah, I didn't like Kruger from the beginning. Uh, Kruger was I, when I saw we signed Ralph Kruger, I laughed. I was like, I gotta look this guy up. I have never. I know he coached the Oilers back in the day, but like, I had. I, I'm like, what has this guy been doing since he coached the Oilers? This dude was coaching soccer. Yeah, he, soccer. he was a soccer coach. He was a soccer coach, and then he got brought in as the Oilers coach. Went back to coaching soccer, and then he came in as a Sabres coach. I was like, has Jason Botterill completely lost his mind? Ter- uh, that was another thing, too, That's that was worse, terrible for this this organization. Jason Ter- Botterill was... I met Kevin Adams... Um, the year before he became the GM. He was like senior vice president of something. He was in the organization already. Mm-hmm. Um, great guy. He gave me free tickets. He gave me free tickets. Really? Yeah, he gave me free tickets to a game. Uh, oh. Yeah, he was a great guy. Great guy. Yeah, he seems like a great guy. I mean, you just you look at the players and like they're just. I mean, not even Kevin Adams, but with Don Granado, I mean, they, they're they're so happy and positive. Like, yeah. you never, like in 2021, when all the players were saying, "Oh yeah, I'm so happy to be a part of the Sabers," and everyone thought they were lying, I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought they were lying because like it's truly amazing to see what the Sabers are doing now. Yeah. I, so back to what I was saying with him, he told me this year, he said in the 2022-2023 season. Not the reverse, because the reverse retro is also coming back, but not with the reverse retro. The Sabres are going to have two alternates this year. Yeah. Okay. The Angry Goat. And then the 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 uh, regular reverse retros, the, um, with the sword. No, they're, they're doing a new reverse retro. Really? Yeah. Apparently, and this hasn't been confirmed, but it's a very, apparently a very reliable source has told someone this was months ago, that they are planning, I don't like this at all, they're planning on doing something with the buffer floor. Oh, Lord. (laughs) I mean, I I like the reverse retros that we had with the sword. Those Those are so clean. Those were really good. I I cannot wait for the Angry Goat, though. I love... I know. I'm interested to see if they're going to make the Angry Goat jersey red, the main color red, or if they're going to make it black. See, I don't think it's going to be the exact same thing as it was probably back not. in the 90s. I'm thinking they're going to make the jersey red. Yeah, probably. But, I mean, still, that looked really cool. And even, I, like, yeah. if they have, like, a reverse retro night where they have, you know, the angry, they're wearing the Angry Goat jersey, like, it would be cool to see if they did something with the arena, like, change the colors of the, the board trim, maybe, or, you know, 
put the angry goat as the center ice logo and just make this make the arena like what you know that that did logo. Did you go to Odd Night? I didn't. Uh, I did not know. So yeah, they did some really cool things with the 50 year anniversary. Yeah, I, mean, I I love the 50th year anniversary. The logo, the center ice logo, was really nice. I like the the 50th anniversary jerseys were incredibly good. Those were really underrated. Like the just the entire outfit that they had with that jersey. You had the all white gloves, the white jersey with the gold logo. Then you had the uh, the navy blue pants, uh-huh. white socks. Those were just really, really clean with the white helmets. And I'm telling you, if the say they were two point, they were the last. They were one team away from making the play in. Um, but I'm telling you, if the Sabers would, if that uh, season would have finished out, if COVID wouldn't have happened, the say I think the Sabers would have broken the drought that year. No, I, I really think they would. Hundred percent. They played really well that season. I mean, obviously it's the Sabers. They had an up and down season. It was Kruger, though. I mean, yeah, it wasn't I'm bad. Very surprised. That, I'm very surprised that they played that good. Shit, Kruger's shit the bed, and then we had Donnie coming. Yeah, but, but uh, it just sucks because we we lose Jack Eichel. I mean, obviously he was not happy to be here. No. It was it was a given because I remember watching an interview with him and him and. Uh, uh, who was it? It was somebody. It was it was somebody close to the Sabers that interviewed him before the start of the 2020 season, and he was like talking about meeting Kevin Adams and stuff. But he was like really, he did not look happy. I mean, and I wouldn't either. I mean, you're in a losing environment. You're the captain of a struggling team and a horrible organiza- organization that's literally brought you no help since you came in in 2015. Yeah. But I mean, you know what? It, it's hockey is hockey. He's in Vegas now, and I, I I laughed that he went from being on the Sabers, going to Vegas, being happy that he was in Vegas. He's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna make the playoffs, woohoo! <laughs> and then missed the playoffs. I was, oh, I was so happy. And my prediction for Eichel, though, I think they'll make the playoffs while he's there. But once his contract that he signed with the Sabers is up, I think he's out of Vegas. Yeah, I don't I don't see him playing long term in Vegas. Besides what he has left on his current. <laughs> Got like five years left. Yeah, I think he'll be out of Vegas pretty relatively. Because I mean, they got a brand new head coach too. What? Yeah, they, Vegas got a brand new head coach. You didn't see that? Oh, they did. That's right. Yeah, they they fired. What was his name? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they they fired him and they brought in someone else. I think they I think they won't make it this year, but I think the year after they'll make it. Yeah, I mean. But, but no, I could see I could see Eichel getting out of there, going to. A, I see him going to Boston. I see him going I to. I Bo- know, I know. I I'm actually surprised the Sabers didn't trade him to Boston. Who who would have we have got though? We would have gotten like some no name prospect and maybe a couple picks. No, I'm- I heard they were willing to trade us McAvoy. Really? Yeah. Huh. I heard that I mean, they had talked. They had talked, and they had mentioned McAvoy uh I think the Vegas deal was better though in the, in the long term we got Tuck he's on Tuck a real Krebs. Tuck is on a really good contract he's got five years left and I think 4.5 million yeah for- and I, I like Krebs I like Krebs, Krebs a lot is, Krebs is good I think he's gonna be a solid third liner and then what pick what pick did that turn out to be that turn out to be Oslin yeah Oslin yeah okay <laughs> 
Yeah, so... Who will, who will never crack the league, I don't think. No, I, I don't think Austin's going to crack the league. It would have been nice to get Lambert, or even Joachim Kamel would have been really nice. I would have been okay with Kamel. Yeah, Kamel, Kamel's solid. I mean, he's going to be a really good... Who did he... He ended up going to... Uh, was it Minnesota? No. Lambert went to Minnesota, I think. No, right? no, Lambert went to Winnipeg. Oh, yeah, he went to Winnipeg. No, who went to Minnesota? Shit. Um, I think I think it was Kamel that went was to Minnesota. Was it Kamel who went to Minnesota? Because I'm pretty sure Kamel went like five or six picks after the 16th. Or, or, or maybe I could be wrong. It might have been the, the next pick that Kamel went. Because I remember everyone was like shitting on the Sabres because they didn't take Kamel. I was I was actually kind of pissed too. I would have loved Kamel or even Lambert. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I this, this draft was questionable. It, yeah, it I mean the, the class was okay, but I mean the past two years the Sabers have been really good with drafting. I mean last year we got Owen Power and Rosen in the first round. I'm excited for Rosen whenever yeah, he Ro- comes. Yeah, I think he's actually gonna come. I think probably next year because he's playing one more year. Unless, unless he signed a three-year deal with wherever he's playing over in, in... No, he signed his entry level with the Sabres. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that is right. Yeah, he did. So, I mean, he'll... He'll, pro- pro- he'll probably be in Rochester this year. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rosen will be in the system this year. He'll probably go to Rochester. He might play a few games. Who knows? Um. Now let's talk goaltending, man. All right, we gotta talk goaltending. See, so, that's... Like... Who do you see as the tandem this year with this year who's the second goaltender with Craig Anderson uh, well I will say this the Sabres are heavily pushing at goaltending free agency they're yeah. somebody um I mean Vili Husso is not available anymore nope uh Marc-Andre Fleury's not there nope uh, Jack Campbell is actually having talks with the, the the Leafs now so that kind of maybe draws I mean, but there also was uh, a rumor that Jack Campbell was not going to come play for us, regardless. I heard that he was he was willing to listen, but it was highly unlikely. Yeah, no, it was it was very unlikely that Jack Campbell would have played for us. Um, now that Colorado has Georgiev, which I'm very surprised that they traded. For, yeah, yeah. Um, that probably closes the door for Darcy Kemper. I mean, the the Avalanche DM did not rule out Kemper returning, but there is very slim chances he does because you don't just go out. I mean, dude, like look at Minnesota, for example. They went out and got Flurry, and now Cam Talbot is pissed because now he has to split starts with Flurry, which I mean is also in the long run, it's good, prevents injury. But when you go from... When you go from a an all star goaltender in Cam Talbot to trading for like a 36, 37 year old Mark Andre Fleury. Okay, but yeah, the, but last year Fleury won Vesna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fleury won Vesna, but he was still with with uh, Vegas. With Vegas, and then they traded him to Chicago. To Chicago, mm-hmm. they got traded to Minnesota. That was so right. I was. Shocked when he got traded to Chicago. It it shook. I mean, if Vegas, the Vegas GM didn't even let him know that he was being traded. He found out on Twitter. Um, it looks like Braden Holpe's having career-ending surgery. Yep, closes out that option. So I, so, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. It's gonna be very interesting. We're probably gonna sign some like really like 
I don't know. I'm not going to say bottom tier goalie, but I don't see us taking a shot at Kemper unless we offer him good money because I doubt he's going to want to come here to, to, to play. You know, he's going from winning the Stanley Cup to going to a team that isn't even, like, projected to make the playoffs. Exactly. Like, he doesn't want to do that. Yeah, no. Why would you want to go from being on a I mean, Stanley- the dude, the, he played with... He played with Arizona. Like, yeah, he went from being with a shitty franchise, winning a Stanley Cup the next year after being traded, to going back to another shitty franchise. So he's not gonna want to do that. It's um, I mean, if we're looking, if we're looking at free agent goalies, um, oh shit, there's like looking at man, like seriously, there's like nobody there. Um, uh, shit. I don't know. That's. I think that's the one piece that the Sabers are missing. If we do somehow get Darcy Kemper, I mean, I that would make my hopes for playoffs a lot higher. Darcy Kemper mm-hmm. really stepped his game up in in Colorado. So, um, we could always trade for someone, but I don't know. Yeah, it's. I mean, Jack Campbell. Jack or listen to this. Do we move up UPL? Oh, it's. Uh, that's a good option. I think that's actually what they're going to run with this year. I mean, in the games that he started last year, he did really good. So, um, but not my dad. I went to a game with my dad, and he had he doesn't. I mean, he he ever since like we traded Eichel, he like refuses to follow the Sabers. He like he's like fallen into a depression, and so like yeah, he's like I, I took him to a game. I was like, and UPL was starting. He's like. And UPL was just on fire. He's like, who the hell is this kid? I'm like, this is Uko Pekalukin, and he, yeah, he could be good, dude. Yeah, no, he's he, really good. He could be good. I, I can see UPL coming up for, I'd say, max 15 games this year. For sure. I mean, but, it, it, you know, excuse me. The Sabres have been through, they went through six goalies in 2020, traded Olmark. Or no, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Let Olmark walk. Let Hutton walk. Hutton is now retired. Olmark is now with Boston. So, um, we went with Michael Ryan Hutton. Miller. No, uh, <laughs> Imagine we bring Ryan Miller out of retirement for one year to play. He, with he, he's like, I am so honored to be retiring my number. Psych, you thought? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I'm. I definitely got to go to that game too. That's going to be another sold out game for sure. It's oh been- my- God, dude, look at the ticket sales. If you're listening Real. to this and you're a Sabres fan and you want to get tickets to a Sabres game, you better Please hurry up it. because they are doing really well with ticket sales. Yeah, the home opener, there's only like, I think, six. Seven, no, sold out. It's already, you know, those pink, if you go to the map, the blue tickets mean that they haven't been sold yet, and the pink t- tickets mean they're, they have been sold, but they're being resold. So if yeah. there are no that blue tickets though, left, it is a sell. The whole area of the arena that I looked at on the map on Ticketmaster is mm-hmm. great. That means those are all purchased. Yeah, so, I mean, there, there's there, mo- a lot of games are already sold out. The Sabres are doing really well with tickets. Home opener, time. I'm telling all Sabres fans right now that are listening, all, the home opener is going to be sold out. 100%. Um, well, I'm actually, I'm going to go on Ticketmaster right now. The home opener I'm going to see, I'm going to look at games right now. The game, the game on the 15th against the Panthers is going to be sold out. The game on the 27th is going to be sold out. There's already ticket ticket sales are ridiculously high right now. I got season, so I'm all good. Anyway, all right. So the home opener. <laughs> so again, on Ticketmaster, it will show you the blue means that they haven't been sold yet, and the pink means they have been sold. 
and are being resold. So if there are no blue left, that means the game is sold out. Yep. So I am looking right now, and it looks to me... There's like seven, eight sections left. Yeah, but they're all pink. I, I don't see one blue. Huh, that's weird. No, I... you got to go in the map. So you got to go... So you're in the list. You got to go in the map. Okay. And it will individually show the seats. So look at the top left corner, right? Yeah. Hit map. Mm-hmm. And then zoom in and then look at the seats. Yeah, I mean... Yes, all right, it is official. Low. The home opener is sold out. Um, There are no tickets left to buy unless you re... re or unless left. they're being resold by someone who's already bought a ticket. Yeah. All right, let's look at the next game against the Florida Panthers. 15th. Uh, there's some resale, some resale, some resale, some resale. Nothing left in the lower bowl. Let's look in the upper bowl. There's even less. The second game of the season is officially... Hold out. Let's look at the third game of the season against the Montreal Canadiens. Let's go. Let's go down. I don't. I see some pink. I see pink, 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 pink. All yep. the day is going. still by ticket sales. If you're looking at ticket sales, yeah, this season is going to be the best season for Sabres hockey because the, the Key Bank Center is going to be sold out every single game. The third game of the season against the Montreal Canadiens is sold out. Yeah. the fourth game of the season against the Chicago Blackhawks. Let's take a look. Go to map. Zoom in. I see pink, 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 pink. I see no blue whatsoever at all. And it looks like, to me, this game, game is also sold out. Now I'm going to scroll down. What, what, let's go to a game. Go to a in... game in January or December. Go to a December game. A December game? Yes. All right. Let's do December 20. 20- hold on. Hold, 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 hold. Go to the, go to the Halloween game. We play Halloween. Ha- let's go. Halloween. All right. It's against the Detroit Red Wings. Red Wings. Holy shit. I don't see any blue. Yeah. So this game is sold out holy shit this is crazy all right let's go to a a later date let's go there's gonna be this this arena is going to be literally packed every home game all right december 13th against the kings ready there has to be blue there has to be some blue there's no way what no way do you know what yeah and i can tell that they're sold out because some of the resale tickets are super high in the third bowl too. But if so you think about it, you. but if you think about it, there probably is going to be a lot of people that buy tickets that might not go. There, there not is a, what happened last year, dude. Is very ticket true. sales last year, dude, were oh, awful. Man. They were awful. And awful. if you and if you resell them, if you resell them, they will buy them. Now I'm gonna go to a random like February game. Okay. If you looked at highlights from a game earlier on in the season last year. There were so many open seats. Like, that arena was bare. I went to the game on April 16th when we played the Flyers for my birthday. There was literally, I'd say, maybe 4,000, 5,000 people there. There was nobody there. Okay, I'm on a February 11th game. This game looks sold out to me, too. The Sabres are doing extremely well with tickets. They have to have the best pre-ticket sale percentage in the entire league right now let's They're, go let's no. go to another what team should i look at look at um 
Oh, shit. I'm not looking at Arizona because they already know all their games are going to be sold out. No, don't look at Arizona. Their games are going to be fucking sold out every single game. (laughs) 4,000 people. Dude, that's what the Sabres averaged last year. Phone call, I swear to God. Um, Look at, uh... Oh, shit. Look at, like, a team like San Jose. Or, no, look at Florida. Literally, nobody went to Florida games either last year. I know. And they were good. I know they were bad. They were only sold out for playoff games. Really? Yeah. Like if you watch the games, their arena was sold out for only playoff games. I never seen a, a, an entire regular season game with for the Panthers sold out. There were so many red open seats. Florida's fan base is really weird. Like you have the Panthers and you have the the uh, the quiet fan of the Tampa Bay Lightning. They are so quiet. All right, let's look at Florida's ticket sales. I'm not gonna. So their first game of the season is against the Sabers. Um, they haven't. Have they not sold their tickets yet? They haven't. Really? Oh, here we go. Here we go. All right, let's go to this game. They haven't released tickets yet. That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. All right, let's go to a team like. Yeah, that's weird. They haven't. On I wonder how they haven't released ticket sales yet. That's, yeah, that's weird. Um, let's go to San. Yeah, let's do San Jose. San Jose ticket. I'm sorry, the viewers, you can't see this, but I'm telling you what I see. I'm gonna do the best I can. All right, let's do San Jose versus the Ducks. Shall we? Ah, uh, yeah, they they got some blue left still. Not a ton, yeah. but they still got some blue left. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, Sabres, Sabres ticket sales are doing amazing right now. So, if you're looking to go to a game and you want to order tickets now, right now is probably the best time to do so. I know it's so early, it's only July, and we still have, like, three months of the season, but trust me, once come or once September comes, there's literally going to be no seats left to buy. Not yeah. even people are, people are excited. Yeah, I mean, personally, I cannot wait. I literally cannot wait. It's going to be so fun. We'll go to a game together. Don't For worry. Sure. I'm maybe down. we could do, maybe we could see maybe we could shoot a podcast game day you know from the arena Fuck yeah know? let's do that i'm down yeah um yeah, definitely i know to... we're running out of time let's just get your final thoughts on i know we'll probably record something within the next few days but i'm gonna shoot you a text after this but all right say that again um what do you think is gonna happen with free agency stuff like that um, well, I will say Victor Olsen will get re-signed. Henestrosa yep. re-signed for sure. I mean, they don't want to lose Vinny. Vinny was, he shined. I mean, best free agent that we signed, you know, past couple of years. But, yeah, I mean, Henestrosa comes back. Olsen comes back. Something to really watch for, though, John Klingberg of the Stars. Yes! There yes! Was, there were some contract negotiation talks with the Stars that they had. But um, there was a lot of talks that he is probably not going to be a star next season so definitely look at john klingberg uh negotiation talks for sure um if you don't follow puck puck empire on instagram make sure definitely follow puck empire puck empire is probably the 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 most credible source they're always up to date with news they post news basically every day Um, um and um also look at goaltending goaltending is going to be something the sabers target so it'll be something i mean you know you got a long free agent period but the big names are going to go off the board within the next 
they're going to be gone. Big names like Gaudreau, possibly Bergeron, Malkin, Klingberg. They'll be gone before the end of the week. Yeah, They're going to be gone by at least Friday for sure. But watch for goaltending. Um, goaltending is going to be a big, uh, big, big uh, watch. And um, yeah, I mean, just just keep keep looking at Puck Empire. If you don't follow them, make sure you shoot them a follow. Definitely Puck Empire. Puck Empire, NHL discussion, Puck, uh, I think Puck Breakers is another um, really great, Puck Talk is another great yep. um, source. So, I mean, and also just follow like all the all the news Twitter pages, Lance Lysowski, Elliot yep. Friedman, Kevin Weeks, you know. Kevin Weeks. Um, uh, yeah, and maybe we can do a show on Wednesday while free agency kicks off, you know, live reactions yeah. to some signings. Yeah, we can do, we can definitely do that. We can, we can shoot something on Wednesday and, you know, if, if, uh, you know, Olofsson or something or somebody gets re-signed in the next couple of days, we'll definitely do something with that too. So yeah. Anyway, we're running out of time here. Thank you for listening to uh, our first episode of zero title talk and we'll be, you know, see you Wednesday. All right. All right. Peace out. Peace out, boys.